Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. I'm Ron. I'm Tom. And I'm Dave. And we have... Hi, everybody. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little bit. I feel like I say that often when we start this out, that it's been a while, but this time it really has. Well, we seem to record in, like, groups. (laughs) Spurts, yeah. Yeah, blocks because of my work schedule or your work schedule, Dave, or... Yeah, you screwed us on this one, but that's okay. I'm sorry. And it's going to be worse later, but (laughs) we will make it work. Um, You'll be missed. By tens of people, <laughs> <laughs> all five maybe of our listeners. Um, but yeah, so before we get started, though, I want to I want to give a big shout out uh, to Terry Dunn. Yeah, um, thank you, Terry. In his vast scouring of the internet, somehow he came across a unicorn mm-hmm. that I did not think existed. Um, Nor well, did I. We'll talk about it in a little bit. In the condition it's in. Yes. But suffice it to say, it was close, it was cheap, and I am one of the happiest guys on the planet yes, right we now. we are both very happy. I'm happy for you. Well, it's... Because... It'll be... Yeah. Well, okay. We'll talk about it. It'll be in the group. Like, it's not going anywhere, <laughs> yeah. right? We don't know who actually is going to own it yet. We owe Terry a lot of thanks, actually. Not just for that, but in the most recent issue of Model Aviation. The mention of the of the podcast and the electrostreak build, yeah, that was awesome. Thanks, Terry. Thank you. I did not get a copy of that. So, I know because you went digital. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, no, no. So here's the thing, and it, it kind of it, it all worked out okay. By the way, I emailed them, and they're going to send me a copy of it. Oh, um, that's cool. But so I think last month or whatever it was, I I asked to switch from digital, which I was on, to getting the print copy, oh. and they said no problem. That's fine. We'll get you switched over. You're going to start getting your uh, your issues in May. Cool. Fine. Well, I when you guys told me that or sent the pictures of the stuff from the magazine, yeah, that was Dave. I tried to get online and get in. Well, my account is no longer active to look at the digital stuff. Whoops. <laughs> so I have no access to this month. So I, I sent them a quick email. They were great about. I mean, like yeah. literally within like five minutes, I had an email back saying, "Yeah, no problem. Yeah. We'll get one out to you." So thanks, thank AMA. you, Model Aviation, whoever takes care of that stuff. But we will. Yeah. Uh, each have our own copy yeah. of our first mention. Lori is so proud of all of us. She, she, like, I showed that to her, and she just was beside herself. She couldn't believe it. Still makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, me too. But like, Lori was very yeah. proud of us. So Crystal was the same way. She's like, "You should be so happy." I'm like, "Why?" I mean, like, it's a good thing. It is. But I don't. I don't know. I guess I take praise and, and not from them, but like. Crystal's praise and that kind of stuff, oddly, because it makes me a little uncomfortable. I got to get used to that. Hey, speaking of getting uncomfortable, can I I hit folks up for Patreon again? We have not done that for a while, sure. Yeah. So if you're not on Patreon... (laughs) Give us money. (laughs) Yeah. Get on uh, Patreon if you like what we do. Um, A small contribution, like you can even do a penny if you want to. It's it's a completely I don't know about that, but maybe. I I don't know what the lowest is. It might be a dollar. Oh, well, even a dollar a month, whatever. Yeah. Um, not a big deal, but we appreciate it, and it all goes right back into the content that you enjoy listening, all five of you enjoy listening. <laughs> into making yeah. this better, yeah. into new uh, podcast stuff. Right. Like, recently we had to buy a new board, mm-hmm. and just all that kind of stuff. Yep. And we've got... And we also happen to have a, a YouTube channel, which we haven't put much on there recently. We have put nothing on there recently. Um, but we have plans. We have thought like about we it. We have lots of plans. We always but, have uh, plans. <laughs> yeah. It's the execution so, we but have there is some. There is... Still some relevant stuff on there, so if you're yeah. if you're more into the video, like kind of me, uh, yeah, check out the YouTube channel, yeah, rcplanelab.com. 
podcast <laughs> channel. <laughs> if you search for RC Plane Lab, all one word, it'll you'll find it. I'm pretty sure it's just RC Plane Lab. I just yeah. wonder, like, how long I can stay quiet and just have you keep <laughs> keep digging. On. Yes. No, but seriously, like, if you have questions or anything like that, send us an email. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't said anything about that for quite a while either. Yeah. We have emails. We have. We, Dave doesn't have an email. I, I got to not have an email. Yeah, you need to set up an email I, for. Dave. I will work on doing that. He is part of the team. He, yes, I know. <laughs> I understand that. That's on me. I've been slacking. What's well, all been going through my secretary, Ron? Yeah, well, that's I, I will forward that to Dave. I will yeah. forward that to Dave. Sure. Um, no, but anyway, listener questions, comments, anything like that, email us. There's a contact us form on the website. And uh, if you're really old voicemail. school, yeah, you can send us a voicemail. What's the number? I forget the number. What, what do you mean you forgot? Like, that's what, actually why I put that <laughs> I down know. here because I knew I would I, not remember yeah. that. Go ahead. 818 351 9846. What? Uh, we're rusty. Yes. Well, I had to, I've got my, yeah. Glasses. Notice my glasses are off. I, I am that, that age now. I was going to say so, something about it, but if I, I have to look at, I didn't want to make close, you uncomfortable, so oh, you're I didn't not make say me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, there's only one of us. I noticed that earlier. There's only one of us wearing glasses right now. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the one. Tommy's usually the one without glasses. Because wait, hold on. No, I usually have glasses on. Well, that's right. You have to put them on to read. I have to take them off to read. Yeah, and I usually have mine off. Well, usually I take mine off to see stuff up close, but these are. They're not bifocals. Okay. (laughs) They're they're trifocals. Let's just get that straight. They're not bifocals. They're the other kind. They're singles? No, the, what are they? Transition? Transition. No, transition is where they get dark, right? No, I thought. Progressives. Oh, that's it. Yeah, mine are the progressives. It takes a while to get used to, but. Yeah, I've gotten used to having them off at work because (laughs) my computer is so close Mm -hmm. that I have my head cracked back and my neck. My head about to fall off. Welcome to the old men with vision problems podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I can see up close just fine. Where we complain about our... Yeah, up close, I'm fine. That's why I have to do this. Far away, like I... No, I'm blind. Yeah. Because everybody wants to know that. Literally no one wanted to know that. Not literally. There might be one weirdo that was like, oh, I know about Ron's vision now. (laughs) Ha-ha. You think so? No. <laughs> Makes me feel better, though. That's the guy. Don't want Yes. Eat. Yeah, exactly. Ah, welcome back, by the way, Tommy. Oh, thank you. You're back in country, if I can say in country. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, had to do a work trip uh, out of the country, so that was gone for about three weeks. Well, exactly three weeks, actually. So, yeah, it was it away. It felt like longer. Yeah, it, well, it felt like twice as long for me because you guys did all sorts of fun stuff. I was going to say, let's, let's cover some stuff that you missed. Yeah. While you were gone. So I'll just sit and listen then. Did you do anything fun though? No flying, no anything, like nothing? Unfortunately, this this time at the location I was at, it was there was no time off. So um, even if I had wanted to fly or do something RC related, it, it was just no time, unfortunately. I sure thought about it though. Yeah. I thought about it a lot. I, I bet. We did too. Yeah. You guys we thought gone. and did. Yeah. So go ahead. I would be interested in hearing all the fun stuff you guys did while I was gone. Well, first thing, I think, is our swap meet story. We went down to Belleville. Belleville. Yeah, Belleville. It was you, Dave, myself, Tommy, and Daniel came with us, your brother. Uh, Tommy didn't go. Tommy? Reggie. Reggie. Oh, see, I was wishing. Like, my mind is... I'm not saying I wish Reggie was not... that. Beep! Let's start over. (laughs) Anyway, so... 
I, I knew so it was him. So many things wrong I knew with was, what you just said. I knew it was him. I mean, you offended but probably three people right there while you just kept digging. That was Who's the third? Well, Who would I? Okay, so two. Who's the two? Three. Well, Reggie and I both. You called me Reggie, and then you pretty much said you wish someone else had gone instead of Reggie. No, I did not say that. We're getting some feedback from something. Oh, Tommy's phone. Mine is on It wasn't silent. mine. Mine was oh. not beeping. It just went away when yours went off. It actually went away before I grabbed my phone. But okay. Anyway, Reggie went down with us. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Did he buy anything? So he it was bought? you, Reggie, Dave, and Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Reggie bought anything at the swap meet. No. What? Bought some stuff at the hobby shops. But... Huh. Oh, I forgot about that. Well, you guys went to a hobby shop too. Huh? No, we didn't go to a we hobby shop. We went to two. We went to two. Mm. Nice. <laughs> Schaefer's and Mark Twain? Yeah. Yeah, those are my two favorite down there. Really? Mm-hmm. I was under impressed. With which one? Both. Really? Yeah. Well, I think not I was everybody is Brian's. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. Like I was comparing. Actually, it I'm pretty impressed Brian's with Schaefer's, with the amount of RC stuff and building supplies that they have for today's yeah. situation. Today's situation, I they're was, doing pretty good. Yeah, I think Mark so too. Twain's, I think, has fallen down quite yeah, a bit. I, yeah. Which Which was the first one we went? Mark to? Twain. Okay. Yeah. Was that the one that had the small parking lot? Yeah. Yes, it has a very small parking lot. Yeah. No, that one, yeah. Like I said, none of them really impressed. And I think the problem, like, Brian's is a, I almost want to say it's like a homey type atmosphere. Like, it, it's not so stuffy. It's not so Walmart looking kind mm. of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the vibe I got off of these other ones. Like, everything was just. Almost like a Hobby Town USA. It's like. Yeah. The same thing you'd see at every sterile. place. And yeah, there you go. Sterile. Thank you. Yeah. Nothing at all wrong with it. I mean, like, they had stuff in stock. Yeah. They had stuff I wanted. With that should say something. But So for me, Brian's, it has a perfect mix of both vintage and new stuff, yes. mm-hmm. whereas these other hobby shops, it's only new stuff. Yeah. Like what is currently available. Yeah. Maybe that's the difference. And that could be, because <clears> I'm <throat> I'm drawn to seeing... I, I don't have the experience you guys have of knowing what's out there. Like, I haven't been around the hobby as long as you guys have to see what was available in the 90s, 2000s, and that kind of stuff. I thought for sure you were going to say something else. What, 70s, Back 80s? in the 50s and <laughs> 60s and whatever. Back with the escapement, I think, is what you, the oh, term you've you used go. before? Yes. Anyway. No, but anyway, so it's nice seeing some of the older stuff that's already put together, mm-hmm. actually seeing stuff in person that you can buy if you right. decide you want to buy it because you see it. Yes. And you're right. He has what the other hobby shops have. All the new stuff. I mean, he's got loads of new stuff. Plus. Plus yeah. the old stuff that is just cool to look at and buy. Mm-hmm. So that was my takeaway from them. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. So, so it was, was fun, for sure. So, and we ended up in the hood, so that was great. Oh, we, which, oh. He got lost. He always does. There was about four buildings that were just completely burnt down next to each other. Oh. Yeah, I think and those were the church. good buildings. Yeah. Hmm. But it's okay. We okay. survived. Yeah. Um, yeah, what are you going to say? I don't want to knock those two shops because they do have a good supply of what is currently available. And for the area, yeah, that's great. For sure. I mean, that's I would love to have something like that close to here. There, perfect. Yep. But I would still I drive. would be thankful to have a shop like that here. If we had a shop like that here, that would be great, but I would still Oh yeah. go to Brian's about as much as we do now. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz so two hobby shops possible. and a swap meet all in one weekend. In one day. One day. One day, man. One day of driving awesome. and fun. And we thought about you. So, what'd time. you buy? <sighs> wait, wait. 
Before you say anything, Mm -hmm. I have to read this. Oh, no. Quote, this is Ron. I'm getting rid of planes next year with the intent to make list net negative. Net We have a long way to go. (laughs) We've got a lot of work to do. Oh, wait. Ron has a lot of work to do. (laughs) In my defense, I feel like I have to say that a lot. You do. Um, It's okay. I only bought one. Thought I bought two. Okay, so let me tell you the story on that one. Mm -hmm. I was scammed. I was taken. I was unobservant. It comes down on me because I should have seen that. Unobservant? Yes. Okay. A blind man could have done better on this. Ooh. Oh, man. Ouch. I deserved it. So there was, as we, first, as we first walked in, in my defense, <laughs> when we first walked in, there was a, a, a pretty beat up box with a UMX Beast in it. Box said AS3X, the little tag on the side of it that the guy wrote on there said 60 bucks. Ready to fly Beast. Uh, and I think he might even had handwritten on there something about AS3X. I don't remember. So I'm looking at it thinking, I want that. Like I saw that before mm-hmm. we even got in. I was in line, still yeah. waiting to give them the money, so I yeah. made a beeline right to it. Yeah, I had one of those when they were new, great flying airplanes. But you didn't have the AS3X one? No, I did not. Because that was the one that yes. I got off of Brian, or not Brian, off of somebody else that yes. I got off right, of, right, right. or that he got off of you, that I had for a while. I loved the way it flew. Mm-hmm. It was a biplane, and I traded that. Yeah, but there's no setup. Well, the funny thing is, You pull it out of the box and fly. I actually traded that one in straight up for another biplane that was a four-stroke OS-52, maybe? I don't remember what it was. It was back when I was doing Nitro. doesn't matter. That was way off topic. So anyway, here's this UMX Beast. I pick it up, and the guy's like, you know, I'll, I'll take 30 bucks for it. I was like, hmm, 30 bucks, okay. So I opened it up and looked. It had been crashed. I mean, you could tell. It, mm-hmm. it looked okay, mm-hmm. but you could tell that it was dented. It, it had yeah. creases in it and stuff. Yeah, so and it was in its form-fitted box that they mm-hmm. come in, and it had the two clamps, right? Mm-hmm. The form, that held the it on. clamps that, yeah. So it was all pretty. in the box and pretty. And it looked very presentable. Mm-hmm. So I offered the guy 20 bucks, and he said, nah, sure, I'll do it. I was like, cool, 20 bucks. Stop it. Sorry. So I was super excited, took it out to the truck and stuff, and, you know, perfect, all that kind of stuff. We went through the whole day, went to the hobby shops and all that, and then back in my mind, I've got these two airplanes. I haven't said the other one yet, but the the Beast. I was excited about. Can't wait to tell Tommy. Can't wait to show him. Can't wait to fly it. Now i got to buy batteries, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff is going through my mind. So I get home, and it was, we had something else that we did that night, so I didn't get a chance to look at it until the next day. And I come down, I'm like, Finally have a, a minute to look at this, so I got it out, opened up the box, took those pieces of foam off that show, you know, the, the cover clamps things, whatever, the clamps. Yeah. There is no front end on this airplane. Yeah. The motor is gone. Yeah. The receiver is gone. The ESC is gone. That whole board is gone. Everything. It's just been a crashed airplane. Like, when I first looked in the box, I saw that it actually had the wheel pants on it still, so I was like, oh, this is cool. It actually comes with wheel pants. Most of those are like the first things to go, you know, because mm-hmm. they come off so easily. And so then I was like, ah, oh, you know, I was a little upset, lifted it to take it out, and it just like almost splits in two. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there's just nothing to it. So someone had cut the fuselage tape that holds the two fuselage halves to together take everything to out. take all the electronics out. And it's you a didn't gutted use... fish. Yeah. And pretty then much. Said, I a... wonder if I can find a fool. <laughs> yep. He found to buy one. this <laughs> and not. 
have to throw it away. So I bought a $20 box that I'm going to burn. Um, you live and learn. Hey, if anybody needs an AS3X Beast box. Uh, the box their... is even beat up. Well, that's true. I'll take the handle. <laughs> oh, yeah. $20. <laughs> I'll give you five. <laughs> well, that's better than nothing. <laughs> no, actually, uh, now that you say that, I, I have a, a box that I would like to put a handle on. I need to look and see if I can do that because there the box for the for the uh, 600 millimeter Ultrix really needs no, to have a that's handle. That's where I want the handle for. Oh, yeah. well, that's Dave, I'm right. sorry. I, I feel as though I have to make no, He bought a $20 handle. A $20 mm-hmm. handle. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. But talk about the other airplane you bought. So that kind of more than makes up for what you lost, it I feel like. Absolutely more than makes up for it because I've, this is a glider. It's a powered glider because everybody needs powered gliders. It is one I'd never heard of before. It's called the E-Flight Mystique. You guys have any knowledge on, like, have you heard of it or seen or what? That's outside my realm at this yeah, point. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with it until, you know, you told me about it and i looked it up i was like "Ooh, that's nice it's really cool it's really nice so it's a three meter wingspan um and it's a fiberglass fuselage mm-hmm. it came completely ready to go uh well i shouldn't say that. there was no receiver but servos installed mm-hmm. i mean everything was and it looks was in it like new i mean it doesn't I, look like it's been flown much if at all i would not have thought it was flown except the guy said i flew this quite a bit and it flies great oh. and he absolutely loved it which I was like, well, why are you getting rid of it? And he just said he has other ones that he's going, moving on to. Mm-hmm. Um, Familiar. Yeah, I have planes I that I like that I've moved on, yeah. But it's got flaps. It's got the ailerons. You know, it's not just the dihedral wing like mm-hmm. the uh, couple other ones that I have. So it's it's going to be a nice flying airplane, I hope. I have to mm-hmm. go buy another receiver because I don't have a, a seven-channel receiver is what I'm going to need. Mm-hmm. So I either get the telemetry seven-channel or eight-channel. The biggest I have on those right now is six. But we shall make that happen Yes, tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Because well, tomorrow we're now, yeah, we're going to Brian's tomorrow. Sorry, Dad let the cat out of the bag. But No, yeah. the cat's down here on like, the floor. Like I'm the cat excited. was trying to strangle itself. Because- <laughs> We, we're we surrounded by animals today. So we're home, like, alone now. Usually Crystal's here or somebody else is here to corral them all upstairs. So They're doing fine. So far. Anyway. Anyway. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, you bought but, two more okay. airplanes. Yeah. Which I'm not going to count the beast because that's... No, it it's not on the list. <laughs> you bought a handle. Yeah, you bought a handle. It's, not, it's like if you buy a Dollar Tree piece of foam board, you didn't buy an airplane. That's the same thing I just did. So That's true. Yeah. Mistakes were made, lessons were learned, and we move on. Yes, you will not buy another airplane without first looking to make sure that it's if there's it has a nose. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's, or, yeah. That's that. Yeah. What'd you get, Dave? Oh, uh, let's yeah, see here. I've got a 800-millimeter uh, uh, FMS T-28. Picked it up more than $100 off of new, and it nice. is new. Sweet. Uh, the gentleman I bought it off said he had a little trouble balancing it with his batteries that he had for it. Okay. Um, come to find out, uh, the batteries were the problem. Uh, it's designed for a two-cell, I think it was a twelve or 1,300 milliamp pack, which was odd for me. I didn't have a two-cell that big, so I had to order one. Uh, by the way, it balances perfectly on it. Nice. Um, <laughs> he was trying to balance it with two, and he had them Velcroed together, two uh, 400 milliamp two-cells. <laughs> 
Hmm. So yeah, it's not going to balance. Yeah, no, so he was, uh, he was not gonna... enough weight. But it is brand new, except for the slightest little ding in the wingtip, which is just definitely a hanger rash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I bought a. Looks like it's been flown once, maybe twice, because I found some grass in the fan. Uh, Free wing F one hundred five. Oh, cool! That was one I'd never. Now, and ironically, seen. I just watched a video on that the day before I bought it. That's so, uh, that's cool because you don't see a lot of one hundred five. The thud, no. yeah. thunder chief. Hmm. Yeah, because that's the noise it makes when it hits a hill. Mm. <laughs> thud, thud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and cool. it looks like it's been flown, like I said, at least once because it's had a some little bit what, of grass in the fan. What size? Uh, is it a sixty millimeter fan? Small. It's okay. small. Not very big. Okay. Yeah, it flies cool. on three cell thirteen hundred. Nice. I can't wait or to see 2200, that one fly. Excuse me, twenty two hundred. Yeah, I was always kind of a fan of the of the one hundred and five. And it's unique. It's uses two servos. It has elevator function and aileron. But they're mixed together like they're Evalons. So there is a long push rod that connects between the aileron and the elevator. So it has ailerons on the wing. So when you pull up on the elevator, your ailerons also go up. And when you take and roll, you get tailerons. Well, that's how my Kyosho F4 is set up, except no no ailerons. ailerons. So yeah, you've just just got an Evalon mix, but we locally call them tailorons, but yeah, the technically have so that's how this one's set up too. No it's ailerons in, in the wing. No, the ailerons in the wing. They're yeah, see my they are F- linked with the elevators. Well, my F four doesn't unique. have. That's really odd. my F fourteen is set up the, that way too. But huh. neat. It's different. We'll see. How and it flies on a three cell thirteen hundred. Three cell, yeah, twenty two hundred. Oh, twenty two hundred. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to see that one. Yeah, it's it's nice looking airplane. What scheme? Silver. Silver. Of course. Yeah. That's why you liked it, probably. It was silver. <laughs> Plus, it was, well, I paid, I, I, all right, I put it out there. I paid $60 for each of those planes. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Man. He got a deal. And probably it, a good thing I wasn't able to go. I have two f- 400 milliamp two cells if anybody needs them. 400 two cell. I think that's what my P51. I was just trying to think. There was something. Yeah. No, think- your, your P51's a three cell, isn't it? That's right. It yeah. Is, cause I the have, new ones are three cells. That's what's killing me is the two cell situation. Like, yeah. Don't have anything on two cell. Yeah. <laughs> what's your, uh, the E Flight? Uh, oh, the Cub? Cub L4. I think that's a two cell, but I think it's a three, 350 to 400. So well, that would be the same thing you just said. Yeah. There you go. You need batteries or you have batteries? I have two. Uh, check out good. So <clears> they're, <throat> they're yours. I have no use for them. Uh, I might take one of them. Because I don't have any batteries for that one. There you go. There you go. Fly that sometime. Well, I've got two for mine, so just take his, and then we got each oh. got two. Well, that means I'm going to have to fly it then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And we all, or saw some other cool planes, too, but we couldn't fit them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell me about this this uh, thing that... Canada you, Air. Yeah. Or whatever you call them, the the seaplane. The, uh, the uh, uh, fire bomber. Yeah. The water bomber, fire bomber, yeah. Canada Air CL215. It's a twin, right? Was this set up with electric? Electric, electrics, uh, fiberglass fuse. Did it have retractable gear? No. Uh, fixed. Fixed gear? But they obviously could come off for uh, and, float, float for use. Float, and you yeah. could fly it off water? And it could be flown off of water. Man. The price he wanted would just cover the motors and the speed controls. He was asking like 300 Oh. And that was, well, like we didn't, because obviously we didn't have room, we didn't even try and talk him down on it. Yeah. Was it still there when you guys left? I actually think it was down to about two and a quarter. Oh, oh was it really? Yeah. I didn't oh. see that, and I was probably glad I didn't. 
Reggie was really looking at that too because like originally I was looking at it and then I just I I could not like justify with what's coming up you know like at that time I was trying to save money for Toledo and mm-hmm. all that kind of mm-hmm. yeah so I passed and then Reggie was I mean he was so back and forth on it the only thing that I kept thinking about that is if Reggie bought it Dave was going to have some work I mean, like it. It needed refurbished. It it's been around a while. It wasn't bad. Is it foamy? No, no. It was fiberglass fuse, uh, yeah. built up wing. I think it was built up wing. So is that it was, was probably, that the old GMP sales kit? I don't know. What's what was the wingspan? It's probably well. We didn't see the wings on it. It's probably seventy, eighty inch. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that's it the was old GMP sales kit. It was a good six foot because those were fiberglass with foam core wings, and it had two forty size or forty six size electric yeah. motors on. I, I think bet that's Turnigy. exactly what it was. Man, yeah. that would have been perfect. For its age, it looked all. really nice. I know. Yeah. It would have been, but that's oh, more well. room that we didn't have to get it home. We were a and, little snug. Yeah. And the other thing that would have come home with one of us, if not, they had a, like I said, I don't remember what, what the motor was on it, but it was a 50cc size aerobatic airplane, like an extra or something like that, ready to go, motor. Um, Decent stuff on it. Yeah, like... It was a little older. Not high, high-end stuff by today's standards, but they're asking, like, what was it? It was... Three? I don't even think it was that much. I was thinking it was, like, 250 or 300. Yeah, whatever it was. Hmm. And once again, that's without talking him down. He said he just didn't want to take it home with him. And we're like, well, we want to take it home with us, but we have no way of... Yeah. Even if even the old expedition, the longer wheelbase, it wouldn't have fit. Yeah. With, with four of us in it. But that's okay. Man. Anyway, so yeah, it's disappointing. It is, but but it's not. Yeah, Yeah. and oh, and Daniel got a kit. Oh, that's right. What did he uh, get? Um, um, uh, Tiger two, Tiger six, Goldberg, Tiger forty, Tiger uh, the forty size Tiger. Nice, thirty dollars. Yeah, this was a a very worthwhile swap meet to go to. We'll have to hit it up again next year. It's like. Crazy cheap. You that, can't even buy the ball. That's the that shipping on yeah. that kit. Yeah, that is awesome. Is he going to build it? Those that's, are great. For that's the airplanes. plans. Yeah, I had a the sixty size way back in the day. <clears throat> great flying airplane. Way back when, huh? Well, I mean, it's a long time ago. So we know that is a good swap meet. That is one we will go. And this to was again Belleville. Next year. This was Belleville. Okay. Worth the drive. Yeah. So then a week or two later, I had completely forgot that I had it on my schedule. Until like the night before, I saw, I'm not going to say where, but there was another swap meet around that was two and a, two hours, 15 minutes or so from me. And so I, I knew I wasn't going to buy anything big. So I was fine just not mooching off somebody else and taking a truck or, you know, to, to <laughs> use you guys for your truck. Um, well, it's so good because I, I wasn't here. I just so. took the car down. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I would have stolen it without anybody knowing. No. But anyway, so I... Went on my nice long trip, and I I told Crystal I was probably going to be there for about an hour. To figure me being there for an hour to go through it by myself. You can go at your own pace. You're not waiting on anybody else. I walked in, paid my money to get in. You know, you always have to give your little five dollar, ten dollar donation. And within, well, I would say probably four to five minutes, I was back in the car going home. Ouch! There was about seven ish tables set up, mm-hmm. and it was just not anything that I would even have looked twice at. So did you get there like when it opened or like was it close no, to No, I was late. I was, well, I shouldn't say late. It had opened about a half hour before that. 
Hmm. So stragglers should have had time to get in. And I mean, like, you can usually tell when you pull up somewhere, because I didn't even know if I was in the right place. When you go, like when we went to Belleville, you saw trucks with trailers. That's a good sign. Yeah. This was all cars. Like there was no truck. There was actually an ambulance parked out front. So I was like, am I in the right spot? Because I'd never been there before. Mm -hmm. And then I saw somebody walking out with, I don't remember, like a propeller or something. I was like, okay, that's a good sign. So I know I'm in the right spot. But it just, it was not, it was not worthwhile. Mm. So... I mean, I know where, you know, the location you're talking about, and it surprises me because there's good flying. I know, down there. and that's the whole reason I wanted to go. Like, I really expected that mm-hmm. there would be some decent stuff, but they must just want to keep their decent stuff yeah. and not swap it out, so. Well, there's never, you know, there's never a guarantee, right? When you go to a swap meet, you never no, I know. really know what yeah. you're going to get, so. Sometimes you're the bug, sometimes you're the windshield. <laughs> that time I <laughs> felt like the bug. Hmm. But, like I said, mm-hmm. never being there before, I was expecting a little bit more, but that's okay. One yeah. for two is good. Yeah. And then hopefully, it, it's actually hard to believe, next week, by the way, is already Toledo. I know. I'm excited. Not as excited as I was last year because I'm not buying as much this year, if anything, but I'm still excited to see everything and you know, spend a weekend with my friends. Yeah. Before we get into that, though, I wanted to bring up a quick... Uh, update while I'm thinking about it on the Bad Air plugins. Yeah. So we talked a lot about Bad Air plugins a while ago and how cool they were and how great they are. I still stand behind that partially. So you're not waffling at all. <laughs> in my defense, <laughs> I think that's what no. we're going to title this episode. <laughs> in my defense. Yeah. Because you've said Seems it. to be a reoccurring yeah, theme. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, in your defense. In my defense, like, if you have smaller batteries, they drain them down. So I have lost, and what he actually brought this up was on Discord, there were a couple of people talking about it, um, that they have lost a few of their small batteries due to the drain, the parasitic drain that's on them from them. So I thought, well, I'm going to go check mine. Big ones are fine. Like, anything over 2,200, like, two, three cell 2,200s and bigger, I'm fine with. Anything smaller than that? was hit and miss, and I did, I think, just one of them, which, ironically enough, is one that I bought last year at Toledo and have never used. <laughs> hmm. So that is just throwing money right in the garbage. Uh, but it was a small 1,800 uh, three-cell. Versus me just throwing them in a field. Sorry, hmm. 1,300 three-cell. Hmm. So that just, it, it was enough to take that down to zero volts Ooh. on all of the cells. Really? So it bounces them really even. <laughs> yeah, it, does. it sure does. You can't get much more more even than nothing. Than zeros. So I guess my point is, if you have any of these battery pl- or plugins, check them out. Yeah. Check your batteries. So mine doing great, but I don't put them on the really small stuff because they don't fit in the airplane. Yeah. With the tag on, so I just don't put them on the really yeah. small stuff. But mine have been fine. I. Well, but I think that's the difference. You don't have them on the small ones that I have lost. Right. So if if it was, like I said, the big ones I had, the 4-cell uh, 5200s and all that, no problems whatsoever. They had enough juice in there. And granted, they've sat a while because flying season has not been yet. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the issue that I had with them. It's been several months since I've touched some of them. Yeah. And so you live once again and you learn and you move on. Yeah. 
I still like that's the unfortunate because it's a really neat idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems like it seems like there ought to be a way for them to like <laughs> shut turn, themselves off. Turn themselves off. Yeah, like voltage. a low voltage cutoff thing. Yeah, that would be awesome. It's like but, I'm not listening anymore. You have to turn me on. Yeah. I mean, that would be so simple. I would think in programming, if voltage gets below yeah. this, If shut voltage down. equals this, then off. Yeah. Whatever. And that would save a lot. But, you know. Anyway. Whatever. It's still a cool idea. Yeah. Maybe they'll refine it and add that feature. Or eventually. that would be something simple enough that an update could fix. So that sounds like a software update. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. So, But I'm not a software engineer, so I don't know how easy that would be. Bad error people, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. Fix it. Fix that, please. <laughs> But I want to say, like I said, before we moved on, because I know my memory is terrible and I would not remember that uh, afterwards. Yeah. You said something about going to Brian's tomorrow. I did. And talking about the Bad Air plugins kind of reminds me, I am going to Brian's tomorrow with you because I want to get, and this is going to hurt the pocketbook, but I want to get uh, the S2200 smart charger from Horizon and one, because that's all I'm willing to spend money on right now, a 4S5000 and a 6S5000. The charging times. Like, I have started to use a lot of the smaller, like Gen 2 uh, smart batteries from Horizon with one of the smaller chargers. Mm-hmm. I I like how fast you charge these things. Yeah. It's just nuts. That is pretty cool. Like, 15 minutes to a full charge on the batteries I have with the small charger I have. Yeah. And apparently that actually... Translates translates to the bigger ones too right, because with the bigger charger, like with the one of the chargers I have, the four port, I can charge. Like if I'm just charging, it's quicker. But if you're balancing, it takes longer. I had like the first time I charged for the uh, 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 the B, the lazy B, when I flew that last time, the four S fifty two hundreds. It took, I think, two and a half hours to get to a full balance charge on it. Really, it got to the full charge within about an hour and twenty minutes. Hmm. But it's still, I mean, it just took that long to balance. Whereas these other ones, like I said, a lot quicker. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes and you have a charge. Yeah. That's why I can justify not having as many. Because then you can just charge yes. them. I mean, when we go flying, it's not back to back to back to back to no, back. There's can. a lot of yeah. flying and then making fun of people. And or or then, watching other people fly or helping other people with their airplanes. Yes, not making fun of people. Why would I say that? That's not <laughs> what we do. We don't at all do that. Reggie. But anyway, <laughs> we have downtime where batteries yeah. could be charging. Excellent. I, yeah. True. Absolutely true. So that's one of the things so, I want to pick how, up. Yeah. The, Brian's. Yeah. So the, the, the new charger is because of the, the larger batteries. You want to get the same sort of performance that you get out of the small ba- uh, charger with the small batteries. With the big yeah. batteries. I want to just yeah. scale up. Gotcha. Because yeah. I have several batteries that are that could be replaced. They're in that four cell, uh, five thousand range. Mm-hmm. What do you need the What do you need the f- six cell for? I Jets. forget. Yeah, for that. E-flight. Oh, for the F eighteen. That's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah. And there was another one too, but I forgot. I think I'm getting rid of it. I was going to try and put that in the uh, lazy B, but that's one I'm going to be getting rid of. Ah, uh, yeah. So never mind on that. Never mind on that one. So yeah, that's actually going to be the only plane I need that for right now. That's okay. And one should be plenty. Yeah. Because like you said, you'll fly it and then... I'll fly it for three minutes and charge it for right. 20 and then well, that's, yeah, fly that's, it for three minutes. That's the nature of those things. Yeah. But they are cool. They're very cool. So that's okay. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about? 
Uh, go ahead. I uh, actually was able to get something done finally. I uh, got the gyro to work in the uh, D7. Really? Oh, yeah? Put it on the rudder? Yeah, I finally got that in there. Have you flown it yet? With? I have not flown it with the uh, new setup yet because it's been blowing like crazy and yeah, raining. and stupid windy. Well, I didn't know. I mean, you guys did all this cool stuff while I was gone. I figured you probably flew a lot, too. No, actually, we did oh, not. I haven't seen the field no. since last time you guys since were on. Since the yeah, electrostreak. Electro By the way, there's another electrostreak ready to fly. <laughs> yes. Daniels is ready to go. Yeah, I was going to say, not me. Yeah, so let's not get too excited. Not Ron's <clears throat> yet. But so, yeah, I've been on and off fighting with this uh, gyro. It was in a box of stuff I had from Ed. And brand new, never used. And I've been fighting with it, fighting with it, because I only needed it on the rudder. And I just couldn't get it to program right. And was, I'd work on it for an hour or two here and there. And it's about right through. In fact, one time it was in the trash can. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and you dug it out. I dug it because back you didn't out of the trash give up can. On it. Yeah, I gave it about 20 minutes and went and dug it out of the trash can. Thought twice mm-hmm. about it. What kind of gyro is it? Uh, is it a Futaba? No, it is uh, one that all of a sudden it can't come to my mind. It's the one that uh, they sell where uh, Motion sells. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't remember the brand name of it right off. It's a cheap gyro. Okay, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but it works fine. Uh, Come to find out, you have to plug everything in. I was just plugging in the rudder. As oh. soon as I, in desperation, just plugged everything into it, it started working. It popped right to life. I'll be darned. It programmed immediately. Is. That's strange. So yeah, it huh. it just it realized that it didn't have all the information it needed and <laughs> wasn't working. But it looks like it's going to work now. So hopefully cool. this will tame this beast down. And, yeah, because that's what and, and really it's just for the takeoff, right? Yeah, mostly. I was going to. I've got it on a switch. I can turn it off as soon as I take off. Yeah, you don't need it. Yeah. Um, this is an airplane that has caused you much frustration. Yes. And it was actually <laughs> going to go to Toledo. It was going. <laughs> but not anymore? Maybe it's, not. It's yeah. probably not going to go anymore since uh, we have no room. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we'll that, talk about that we'll a little talk bit. We'll talk about that later. <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to hang on to it and see if this gyro fixes it. If not, then it still might be on the chopping block. But I see, can't see that it would make it any worse. True. And this airplane, once it's airborne, actually does fly quite nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't want to get rid of it. It's my only four stroke I have right now. Yeah. So and it sounds so nice and looks the yeah. part. Yeah, if if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. So hopefully that that's about as much modeling as I've gotten done, except for fi- fixing Reggie's wing. So well, you're a step ahead of both of us. Well, not no, really. Not you. No, You've done. Stuff? I've done some stuff. Not on my own airplanes, but I I did worked on some stuff for Bob. Oh, I fixed up his uh, beast right before I left. Uh, and then I fixed up his, it's the beast, but it's different colors. I forget what it is. The Python, I think it is. Is it the The yellow yellow one? one. Yeah, Yeah. that's the Python. Um, did some stuff on that for him. So I've been doing some modeling stuff and then I went through the, the airplane. Oh, that you got for me? Got it ready to fly too. So at least somebody's done something. Well, I guess. Yeah. No, I Well, you've. I haven't. You've you been maybe haven't. Yeah, you maybe haven't like built or gotten anything ready to fly, but you have certainly done some RC stuff. I okay. Yeah, talk about that. I I want to talk about it, but I I don't. We're not there yet. Okay. Like I don't. I know what I want to end with, and okay. I want to stick with that ending. Okay. So <laughs> let's so, talk about Joan All. Oh yes, let's do. Unfortunately, we did not score. The premium campsite, which I'm a little disappointed. You and me both. Because and Lori, it really feels bad about it, but it was completely out of her control. Yeah, it. I mean, I would have felt bad too for not getting one, but it's. I mean, she was there. Yeah. On the she second, trying the to button, do it. Like so, 
for anyone that doesn't know, you have to, if you've not been to Joan All before and gotten a premium campsite, you have to register on this. It's a website separate. It's like Eventbrite or something like that. It's not like something like that where you normally go for tickets. Right. And tickets went on sale at whatever time it was. Exactly. And she was waiting. Yeah. And she clicked the button like the second after they went on sale and there were nine, nine spots left. Somehow somebody knew that there was nine or 12 or something well, like that. I think there was 12. There was eight in one spot and four in another. And okay. I think they said that beforehand, how many were so available. So there was 12 left, and she was on the button and somehow missed one of those 12. So she thinks there's something something shady going on with the website. I personally think that it, it probably there were that many people it or It comes more down to waiting. milliseconds, and she yeah. just wasn't. And that, you know, it, it could be that her clock Connection was off. speed. By, it, yeah. could, it could be anything. It, it's not her fault. No. And I, I certainly no, don't know. No, no. So, Absolutely. We're going to be primitive camping. I'm not happy about that. I'm which so... it's going to be fine. And you here's that, why. But... We So I got on a website to, uh, you can apparently, I didn't know this, and uh, um, uh, Jeffrey Arsenault helped us out with this. Uh, there's websites, there's several of them that you can get on. And it's kind of like Airbnb, but it's for people who own campers or RVs. And you can rent someone's RV for a weekend, a week, whatever you put in the dates, just like you would on Airbnb or a site like that. Um, so I did that, and we've got a camper. It's a really nice one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's plenty of room. It has air conditioning. The problem <laughs> is we'll have to run a generator to use it, and which I have a generator. Uh, is it big enough for air conditioner? Yeah, it is. Okay. Even though the guy uh, that we're renting from, he says we need more, I did some research on the Internet, and it'll it'll be enough, I believe, to run the AC. Well, well it's about I, I the definitely start have out. one for AC because I run my own camper off of it. So. Well, yeah, but it's got to be a quiet one. Yeah, because they, they want them turned off at a certain hour if it's over a certain number of decibels. Yeah, like 9 or 10 at night. Yeah. But And if you're not sure, that's the other thing I think is nice. I read somewhere on that website, couldn't tell you where right now, when you get there, you can go and have them use a decimal meter on it, ah. and they will tell you if it's fine or not. Okay. So we'll have to do that. I so, don't want to make anybody mad. Well, the one that the, the generator I have access to, it is a quiet one. So we'll see how quiet it is. Uh, but it should be, from all the research I've done and the size of the air conditioning unit that I looked up that came on the camper that we're <laughs> renting, we should we should be okay. We'll have to soft start it, which means, you know, when you turn the AC on, you turn the fan on first, let the generator catch up, and then click the compressor on. But it, you, we should be fine. Okay. Where we may potentially run into trouble is if we run the AC during the day and then also charging batteries and stuff like that, we may run into issues, for which I have a second generator lined up that we can potentially use for charging and stuff. I was going to say, I've got access to two of the little Honda generators, but they're only like 2,000 watts. Yeah. Well, so that's almost exactly what I have okay. access to. That, But if you have access to yeah, one... I can grab one or two of them, and then we can just leave it on the golf cart. Because we are... So, go ahead. Go on. Uh, if you have access to two of those generators and mm-hmm. they're identical, did you know you can parallel them? Yes, that's why they had two. Then that's what we should do. You think so? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because they're, did you say they're 2,000 watts? Well, don't quote me on that, but okay. I'm pretty sure it was... Well, we'll two, talk about yeah. it. But if, if, yeah, at least grab one of them. Yeah, I So will, we can sure. charge with one and run the AC with yeah. the other. But we'll, I'm, yeah. I, we'll be okay. Yeah. I hope. What size is the one that you run for your AC, Dave? Uh, it's a, I think it's a thirty six hundred. That's that's exactly what the generator that I'm 
have access to is. It's a 30, oh, is it? It's actually, I think the one I have is a 37 or 3800. It should be plenty, but... Well, uh, we can talk about this later. I don't we will get be boring. taking the trailer that we have. We need to decide if we're going to take my trailer or your trailer. I don't know if it really matters one way or another because they're almost they're the identical. Same, yeah. Um, just depends what you're wanting to do. I don't care because they're both the small tip trailers. Um, yeah, and then my golf cart, which I am fighting to keep that. I mean, I think that's a good idea to have to do that as opposed to... Is it an option not to take it? Because I wasn't well, even thinking about not taking it. Well, we had thought about not taking it when we were trying to find out what to do with campers. Oh, no. And trying we're to take a small... Golf cart. Okay, yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah. Good, because I don't... I mean, that's walking. No, no, no. We're taking the golf cart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was I was totally planning because I I was going to put the generator or generators on the golf on the trailer with the golf cart because that's I don't want idea. them in the cars. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, well, that's perfect. Yep, that's so exciting. Like I'm I know, really, I know. I'm even though forward. you know the potential for like getting warm in the camper is I not can't think appealing, about that yet. But because I think we'll be fine. I really do. I'm very much not <clears throat> a warm weather person. Yeah, so like I can sleep, however, but. You're kind of a diva, so I am absolutely high maintenance. I will admit it. Like Crystal's just the opposite. Like I will not camp in a tent. Cause oh that yeah, just... I could totally camp in a tent. No. I, I have slept with a water bottle curled up with you know out of the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no! That does not sound good yeah. at all. But I am really in a excited. Walmart parking lot. <laughs> really, you got to do what you got to do. That's. You were going to say something. You pointed at me, or you? No, I was just going to say I'm excited for Jonah. Oh yeah, and I'm. I'm yep. so sorry I'm missing this, guys. Well, I am. Yeah, me too. We'll have to see how next year goes. If we have enough fun to go back, I don't know. I don't know yeah, why we we'll wouldn't. See. But we'll a see. lot has uh, to do I, with I, uh, I have been talking to Jeffrey, um, and he says uh, not a lot of places to fly nitro there. Uh, unless you're at the you know the the pond, which is where I plan on really spending a lot of my time because that's yeah. what I'm taking is nitro stuff you know i'm taking the stick and yeah. be on floats or gear uh so i don't know i don't really know what to expect i'm sure it's going to be a spectacle no matter what i'm thinking there's going to be a lot of watching yes and that's what i plan on doing a lot of too. well i want to do a lot of flying well, I, it's five i mean because two seven weeks, days whatever we end up two weeks after we get home i you know i'm i leave you're yeah. So I want to get I as much flying in as I can. So if if uh, if it's true that I can't do a lot of nitro flying, maybe I'm starting to rethink what I take. Oh, and what are you taking? I mean, well, like I was I, just going to take the stick, just the one. Yeah, maybe maybe a small foamy if I had room somewhere. But it sounds like we're going to have room. Well, but I'm, what I'm saying is, it sounds like there may not be anywhere to fly it. A which, foamy? Which Jeffrey said that they uh, hold on. What do you mean a foamy? Like one of my small little UMX foamies. Or, Why would you not have room to fly that? Well, I don't know. If you can't fly nitro because it's not over 80 inches or whatever. He said, he told me that like planes that aren't, that aren't over, you know, a certain size or whatever, there's just like, you just can't fly them because they're, the the skies are so full. I don't know. I don't know why. Well, we'll figure that out because I don't know why either. Yeah. We've never been. So it's a learning <clears throat> yeah, experience. So we'll see. But I'm sure we're going to see some really cool airplanes oh, yeah. that we have not seen before. And uh, we I imagine on. there will be jets there. Oh, yeah. I know there will be jets so there. So that'll be cool. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Jets. Yeah. Still really excited. No matter how much flying I get <clears throat> yeah. to do, I'm really excited. I'd like to take a glider, too, but I'm not sure if that's the right place. But, oh, what I wanted to mention, uh, yeah. one more thing Jeffrey told me. He said 
that uh, if it, I think he said if it like if it gets too busy or whatever and you want a, a quieter venue, um, they are buddies with a club that's kind of local to there, just a few miles away, that you can, you know, that they've become friendly with. Really, allow them to fly at their club field. So, if it's to the point where we've had enough of Joe Nall, we may be able to. He said that might, might be an option. So we we'll talk to Jeffrey have to when see. we get there. And, because that just seems sacrilegious to leave what Joe Nall to go fly somewhere else when you're at Joe Nall. Well, I can totally see, like on the main flight line, I could totally see that it would be dominated with huge airplanes and expensive airplanes, and you may not get a chance to fly your little, my little 60 size nitro stick. Or my littler twin otter. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So um, I could totally see that happening at a big, big event like this. You know? Yeah. Plus, they have scheduled, I'm sure they have scheduled like, demonstrations yeah. or whatever throughout the day too think so. so they probably close airspace for those right so then, i don't know we'll see yeah we'll see like i i was talking to somebody else that has been there several times and he even said like think about your first time not even bringing an airplane just because there's so much other stuff that goes on there's so much that's going to keep you busy you might not even have time to actually fly so I could see that happening as well. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I know I want to fly some, but if we, I yeah, mean, me too. We don't know until we go, and that's going to be soon. Like that's going to be sooner than I expect. Like that's going to be very soon. Have I mentioned that's coming up soon? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm starting like to get nervous about how soon it is. Well, I'm not nervous. I'm just really, really excited. Anxious. Maybe that's a better word. There you go. So yeah. What else? Oh, let's talk about some new airplanes that are coming out. Yeah. There's e flight. E flight's doing doubling down on the stick. <laughs> I know. I thought you would be super excited about that. I'm so I have mixed emotions. Yeah. Okay. So the last time e flight did a balsa and light ply stick was, well, it's what, 2005 or six or something? Maybe it was a little bit later than that. I forget. Well, they, they said 2005 was when the first stick <clears> came <throat> out. And I guess that was their first airplane, maybe? Or maybe the I don't remember what it was. I didn't. I'm talking about the mini stick. Yeah, like the. I think that was E Flight first airplane. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Okay. Well, either way. Yeah. Um. Great. I love that airplane. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. No AS3X or anything like that. Sorry about that. It's fine. Um, and I've had well two of them now, and they fly awesome. Especially, I mean, three cell twenty two hundred or eighteen hundred or whatever you got, the thing would just fly and fly awesome. Um, you could put flaps on them if you wanted to. The new one, it's a little bit bigger, so it's, in my opinion, a little bit less convenient. Like the old one was small enough to where I could leave it in one piece and it would fit in the back of my car. Like I never took the wing off. I don't remember. Like, Do you know what the wingspan was on the original one? Mm, no. I'd have to look it up. Well, talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to go measure it. But anyway, the Continue new one. Continue talking. Yeah, the new one looks really nice. Um Looks like it's well set up, uh, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure if I want a bigger one, you know, than than the old one. Uh, I'm flipping through my notes here to try to find the. Ron was nice. Yeah, here it is. So the wingspan of the new one is. It's on here somewhere. One point one meters, which, to me, that's what thirty eight ish inches. Is that about right? I think. Yeah, something like something that. like that. So I think the old one was less than. I think it was less than that by about, what, 20% or so? Hurry up, Ron. Did you measure it? What is it? Yeah, I'm back. So Sorry, it was a far walk. 
39 inches. <laughs> the original really? one is I, well, I, I bet that's that it's bigger. I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, the original one is 39 inches. Tip to tip. Love it. Product specifications, and there is not a single wingspan on there. Well, it says 1.1 meter. I mean, it says that right on the airplane. So who who can math? I don't have my phone. Well, a meter is about three feet, which is 36 inches. So 1.1 would be oh, more than that. So 1.1 meter two inches. Where did okay, so it's 43. So it's four inches bigger. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's not that big a deal. Four inches, Tommy. Four inches. You can complain over four inches? Well, I don't know. <laughs> four inches. <laughs> not that bigger much. Bigger than four inches. Anyway, never mind. <clears throat> so that's Clean it not up. well. You know, when you made the, you did the four inch thing with your fingers. It was like six, is all I'm saying. Now I want to go measure that because that's more than four inches. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> talking about this new stick. It's a good size. It's a little bit bigger, and the price is not terrible. Well, it was kind of shocking when I first saw the price, but like you pointed out, <clears throat> it is. The the three hundred and twenty nine ninety nine is bind and fly. What so I saw first that's not bad. Yeah, what I saw first was the RF, which is like hundred and sixty nine or something like that. That's not so bad. That's not bad at all yeah. for an actual balsa or built up balsa covered airplane. Yeah. And that's not like I said, there's it's not tiny, it's not huge. I think it's a good size. That seems to be their their little over sweet, one meter seems to be sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. what they like. Yeah. So big enough to have a presence, but not so big it's a pain to transport. And what I find interesting, and I don't know how long it's been, but E-Flight is actually coming out with a Balsa airplane. Balsa. Yeah. Like E-Flight historically for the last, I don't know how long, has been foam. Oh, yeah. I've got a couple old E-Flight wooden airplanes, but <laughs> it seemed like Hangar 9 went to doing all the wood. E-Flight yeah. went to all the foam. So that, that surprised me. I just realized what it was about it that I it wasn't so much the size. It was the fact that it does three or four cell. <clears throat> I don't have any four cell 2200s. Well, I do. <laughs> but, they're for the, but they're for the V900. They're set up with the connector what? and stuff for the V900. <clears throat> Which is Dean. Why is that problem? Though? Well, nothing. It's just more batteries I got to buy. Why do you have to buy more batteries? Because I have, a, I have a lot of three cell 2200s that I could just keep flying with you know with this well you could still do that though. you can but it won't it's like if it's designed to fly with four cells it says three or four then it's designed to fly with four cells you're going to get the most fun out of it with four cells you're going to get the most performance out of it but you are not one that cares about 3d flight and all that and i think that's where the four cells are going to come into into a stick is not a 3d airplane that one is well probably because of four cells and all the other see that i'm not a fan I don't like it. Really? I like the new, the old one. That is not, that's not where I thought you'd end no. up on that. I love sticks. You know I love sticks. But to me, when you start overpowering them like this and putting the huge control surfaces on but it. But that like doesn't this, have huge control surfaces on it. That doesn't look too big. Pretty huge. I mean, look at the size of that, the aileron and the flap. I mean, that's 25% of the wing. See, I... I'm very surprised because you can tone it down. You don't have to fly it that way. Having the That's option true. to fly it that way is, is nice. Yeah, but having the smaller control surfaces flying at speed, they don't flutter like the big, big monster control surfaces do that 3D planes do. That's why they tell you not to fly them around wide open, you know, at nice 
without doing the 3D stuff. Well, I will say the video I saw of this new, uh, the the I stick, have not seen the video, so it, maybe I should watch it. The rule, it's a very short video I saw hanging on, or E-Flight, Horizon. I think it was Horizon that posted on Facebook. Its rule rate is very impressive. Yeah. I'm that wow. I, I am surprised. Maybe it's just so. Design. Do you like the other one they came up or came out with then? The slow stick. Well, yeah. The their version of a slow stick. Um, it's there, not my, my my style, um, but they do fly well. Yeah. The the old. If you remember the GWS slow stick, this looks like their take on that. Is what it looks like to me. Um, but yeah, I'm sure it flies great. Not something that I'm into though. Even though they call it a stick. Just not something I'm into. Stick classic. Stick to the classics? Is that what you're trying to... Yeah, I'm a stick in the mud, I guess. <laughs> no, no he just you, needs classic stick. That's when you That's when you crash him. You have a stick in the mud. Mm. Well, that, like I said, that surprises me. I, I was yeah. not expecting... Uh, maybe my opinion will change if I watch the video or if I see one in person, maybe. I just don't like the fact that... Like, I'm, I'm so used to that. Like, the 3S2200 battery is like a standard, right? It's like a standard size. It's common. You know, like a 40-size nitro, that's a standard, standard size. size. When you, you know, venture away from that, yes, I have I have one 4-cell, but it's for the V900. Only for speed, right? It flies fine with the 3-cell, but if you want to go really, really fast, that's when you put the 4-cell. So I have one, right? But you have access to three more from me because that's what well, I use in the E-Streak and the j- little Messerschmitt. I just, I like the classic. You can still fly S, it on that. I know, but that's it's the, probably not designed to fly. I bet it will fly just fine on yeah, that. Probably. I, I don't know if it will fly it will. as good as the old one does on three cells. Only one way to find out. Well, I'm not buying one to find out. I meant ask somebody that has one. Oh. I don't know who that is. Actually, I did mean for you to buy one, but no. that's okay. So no interest in any of those, huh? No, not not me, yeah. personally. Huh. No. I thought you'd have been more gung-ho and excited about it. Well, and I'm a nitro guy anyway, so another electric stick. You know, I guess that does make sense, because I got my electric stick off of you because you didn't want it anymore. So yeah. I, I guess I understand. So that's why I have not been able to unload my yellow nitro stick, because I like it so much. It's a stick. Yeah. You know? And you I can't know. get rid of it. It's a classic true-to-style yeah. stick. Yeah. So well, I'm not saying these aren't neat airplanes. Good for okay. E-Flight. I'm glad that they're doing Balsa again. That's exciting. Hopefully yeah. that means more Balsa stuff in the future. I like, I like, uh, they they take a lot of flack online. I like seeing some of the old stuff being re-released. I like the fact that they're being updated. Mm-hmm. They're being, you know, you have better electronics in it. You have probably a better built airframe, I would think. There's a lot of engineering that has changed and airplane design that's changed in the last, well, if that was 2005, then that's what, 20, oh gosh, yeah, almost 20 years. Yeah. So it's good to see some of the stuff come out because what do we lament about all the time? Oh, that was a great flying airplane. You cannot get it anymore. Yeah. And there's another chance, hopefully with some of these, that maybe they'll come out with other ones that we liked. Yeah. There's a chance to get your hand on them again. Brand yeah. new. Yeah. That's my take. T-34, if you're listening here, I'm <laughs> just saying. With flaps. With flaps, please, yes. Uh, they're releasing a lot of stuff over. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Nitro, please. Uh, you can have the electric. Nitro, that's just not popular. It is. You're right. It's Nitro's not. dead. It is. So gas, small gasser. How about that? There you go. 
Do you have to make it sixty sized? Uh, I'd I'd buy a I'd buy a twenty cc sized Hangar Nine T thirty four with flaps and retracts. I'd just probably not, be all over that actually. Yeah. Cool. And they could put lights in it like they did the Pawnee. Huh? Be a good. You never know. Maybe yeah. that's a popular airplane. Hangar Nine, you listening? So let's talk about Hangar Nine. What they just came out with that I'm so super excited about. They finally came out with an actual turbine jet. I have no clue how to say the name of this, so I'm just going to call it the MB339. It's an Aramachi. Is that how you say it? Aramachi? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, now I know how to say it. But it's an actual turbine, and it's not uh, I'll, It's not super expensive. As far as turbines turbine-powered go, airplanes, it's surprisingly affordable. I don't even know if I want to say affordable. <laughs> Compared to like yeah, so piecing as, one together from a fiberglass kit or whatever. Yeah, this is... As a starter airplane yeah. for getting into turbines... The timing of this is impeccable. It could not have Hangar been. It could, well, it could have been a little bit better if they would have put it off for a few <laughs> more months. Um, it, it It's almost like they knew you were going to be it's looking It's putting for. me in a bind because... <clears throat> I obviously want one. Um, at the meeting two nights ago, three nights ago, whatever it was, I got to see one. I got to touch one. I got to look at it. I got to actually like... You probably left your DNA all in over person, it. Sh- in person. It, it's... Okay. So setting expectations. Okay. It's a good-looking airplane. It's a, a built-up balsa turbine. It, it's not a small airplane. It's not huge. But it's right. not small. 84 You're inches. Right. On the wingspan, yeah. pretty good size. That includes the tip tanks. But. Yeah. I mean, like, when you see it in person and you see the wings off of it and stuff, they don't, like, scream huge to me, which is a good thing. Like, it, it doesn't have to be a big airplane. Smaller ones are going to be cheaper, especially when you're learning on them. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to... I'll start off with the two things I didn't like because I, there was only two things I didn't like. There is a seam... I'm guessing this is for uh, transport, would be my guess. Right in the middle of where the uh, the canopy goes together on the fuselage, there is a seam, straight line right up and down, where that front and back bolts together. The fuselage. The fuselage, yeah. Two yeah. pieces, yep. It's not one you're going to take apart all the time for transport because all of those wires run. I mean, I guess you could, but it just doesn't... Looking inside of that one did not look like something I would ever want to take apart. So it's not... For transport, it's not anything like that. It's just, I would assume, for when Shipping it's coming whatever. over, yeah. you know, before you put it together. I didn't like seeing that seam. It was fairly pronounced. Now, hmm. I'm not going to say that. So maybe production versions will be better. Maybe not. The The rear stab, mm-hmm. the, the, the horizontal is removable, which is nice. Yeah. The vertical is another one that you have to put on, and it's not removable. Right. It is epoxied, epoxied on. on. Yeah. And there's a seam on there, too, that it's, it's fairly noticeable. Mm. Okay. My only two complaints. Those are the only two things that I can think of that I did not like. If you recover it, or if you want to make it your own, yeah, so so what? That's easy. Now you fill that in, and then yeah, it's, because it's something you don't see. Balsa and light ply. Yeah. There's nothing fancy no. or exotic, I should say, no. about it, which that's what I like about it. It's very well put together yeah. from what I've seen. It's well designed. 
Um, which begs the question. I wonder if you could order one like uncovered. I doubt it. I doubt that would it be because some of the parts are going to be painted, like the canopy and stuff. The canopy comes completely done. I mean, like there is nothing to do on the canopy, and that is a very good-looking canopy. There's two pilots in it, yep. so it actually has the pilot figures. Yep. It's a clear canopy. That's one of the things I don't like about some of the other jets that look really cool, but then it's just a black painted canopy. Mm-hmm. This actually has people in it. <laughs> yeah, and it's a very. It's just I'm trying to figure out <laughs> how I can swing buying one of those. Because that, like I said, well, thing in person. It's going to be a little bit, right? Because they're they're waiting for them to yeah. come into stock and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So you've got it's pre-ordered now, which yeah. is fine. But one of these days, like this one, will mo- and I I say I don't like to say stuff in stone because I know I change a lot. But I would think this would be my first jet, my first actual turbine. Which I was talking to him about the specs on it and stuff. It's not fast, which is great. Top speed is just a little over 150, mm-hmm. which and that's for, with probably the bigger turbine, right? I would assume. No, that was with the that was with the small one. I think, yeah, I think that he was talking about the one that had the 70 in it. Um, but the cool thing is the stall speed is in the low 20s. Yeah, that's like it cool. will crawl. Yeah, I mean it slows down a lot. He actually said that it will stall at a lower speed than the 90 millimeter Viper. The foamy EDF really fun. has a mm-hmm. higher stall speed. Mm-hmm. And mean, from the video, I, like now I'm excited too. Um, I actually downloaded the manual. I did too. That's 92 pages. But. Yeah. And uh, so I was watching the video. It looks like probably could fly off of our field too. Like it, it has yeah. trailing link, you know, the... the uh, The gear. Thank you. Yeah. Gear. It's the trailing link style so it'll absorb the bumps and stuff it seems like i mean in the video it looks like it does pretty well on the grass yeah over so, i mean that's on, awesome at eli field they were taking it off to show you that in the yeah. video on yeah. the grass on the side of the runway too so. so that's awesome i know yeah price i mean when you get into turbines you but, have to realize things are not cheap for what you get um it is a good deal i mean i really i really think it's a good deal yeah. You can outfit one of these ready to go 4500 bucks. Yeah, so the ARF the kit by itself, which I believe comes with the gear. Arf. Yeah, yeah, comes you, with the gear can't... and the gear controller. And the controller, yeah. And the finished canopy. 1600 bucks. Yeah. That's not terrible I don't for an airplane like terrible. that. Especially when you consider it comes with probably decent quality gear too and brakes. And the brake controller. Yeah. And it also has the, the jet tube or the exhaust turbine, tube, whatever the hell whatever, that is. Yeah. Whatever the heck that is. Mm. Thrust, thrust tube? Thrust, thrust tube. tube. That's, I go. think, what it's called. Thank you. I'm, I, I don't know turbine stuff yet. I don't know terminology. I don't know a lot of it. But Me either. And, like, I'm not, you know, I've resisted the jet thing, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I can see why you want this one as your first one. It makes a lot of sense. It does. There's a lot of reasons. And... I hope it works out, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Mm-hmm. But so I was, super, like I said, super excited to see it. Like the timing could just like, because you were like, well, I'm not really sure what to get. I don't know if I want to go used or if I want to get something you know new. And I don't know what the different ratings are. Well, now all the guesswork is done. I you're, Exactly. If like you get the combo, with, it comes with the correct servos that you'll need. It comes mm-hmm. with the either turbine that you're going to need and then... The rest is just the peripheral stuff, like receiver and stuff like that. And the funny thing is, too, I was talking to him about it. 
I assumed I would just get the bigger turbine because yeah. bigger is better, right? Yeah. No, it's really not. not. Necessarily. With the smaller turbine, it uses a little bit less fuel. It's lighter. Mm-hmm. So he said he can actually tell quite a bit of a difference in it when he flies them, you know, between the, the bigger motor and stuff. But he also said the the less thrust that it has, the easier it is to land, mm-hmm. and, and then you don't yeah. overspeed the airframe, which yeah. I never thought about that either. Prop planes that I'm used to, <laughs> you, I mean, you limit your or what you can actually do based on the speed of the propeller. Mm-hmm. That air is only going to be moving from that propeller so fast. Apparently, he said the exhaust gases come out of the tailpipe at like 650 miles an hour. <laughs> so with a jet... Until you hit, you know, you only have so much thrust to push you over the... The, the drag. The drag. Mm-hmm. You just keep going faster and faster. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful not to overspeed the airframe, which yeah. I wouldn't even have thought of that. Yeah, me either. There's a lot to learn getting into mm-hmm. into this. Like EDFs, that's the other thing. Like, you aren't going to overspeed them because they're limited on their RPM and stuff, You're too. You're still turning a propeller, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas turbines, uh, I guess 125,000 RPM is what they run at. Yikes. I mean, that's just, that's... It's cool. And diesel, like right off a of diesel. Yeah, that's that surprises me. Me too. I figured it would have to be kerosene or you'd have to go buy Jet A or something, but diesel. Regular diesel that. with oil. Add some oil. I'll just just yeah. like a, a you know normal motor, when you add the two-stroke oil to the gas for this, it's a, a, special, or a special oil for turbines. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Dave doesn't care. Dave's like, oh, whatever. I I feel Dave like because I was like kind of anti yeah jets whatever it's not fabric covered right well I know I'm still not convinced that I want one I'm just really excited that how cool this is for you because this is like made I know for someone all who, the guesswork is gone yeah it's straight up yeah it's just ordering you by don't the numbers have to try to figure out what to buy if you buy the combo it comes with the stuff that it's designed yep. to use which i think is amazing and a manual to tell you everything on setting it up and all that kind yeah. of stuff it just i thought seems i thought turbines had to have special tanks and stuff like that but it's just a fuel tank with an aluminum cap yeah it just has it, to be uh, like gasoline stuff yeah. yeah it's just a regular plastic fuel tank with an aluminum i read it it's aluminum cap that cinches together just like but i thought there was something models. a little bit different about like thickness of it or something to where it has to be stronger no it's a plastic arf tank it looks to me in the manual it looks like a plastic arf tank well it's specifically fit for well this right it's a, i mean it's so a it's, unique shape yeah. yes but the manufacturing of it looks very similar to Maybe there's no seams in it or something. I don't know. I wonder if it's thicker, like plastic or something. But, I mean, uh, I don't know. Because yeah. it actually, I mean, like it it runs on a fuel pump. So it actually has a pump that... Pulls fuel out of the tank. Yeah. And, but well, it also a, goes backwards to fill it. But then I guess, I like I said, there's a lot that mm, you got to two lines out. There's a vent and then the... Pole. Maybe I'm wrong. I wasn't paying much attention Maybe to how the, that was set up. I, don't I was know. looking it's, at all the electronics. It's so in it cool. And anyway. just saying, hey, what is this box for? What is this box for? I what cannot I wait for? for you to get one. How about that? Well, you might be waiting for a while, but we'll just happy to poke at it for you. (laughs) I like it's, yeah, I don't want to keep going on about it, but that's, it's a really cool airplane. I'm glad I got to see it. That made me even more excited for it. Yeah. So if there's anybody else out there that uh, might be thinking about um, a jet in their future, check this one out. It's really cool. Uh, Get on Horizon's website. Um, I'm not like advertising for Horizon, but this is really cool, especially for somebody who's getting into jets for the first time. This is like tailor made. Yeah. Just like the trainers we used to sell back in the shops back in the day, same idea for jet guys. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Let's move on. Okay. But yeah. So that's that. Yeah. So you want to talk about these or this? Yeah. That we had a hold on. Where is that? We had a, a message what? on the contact message? us form on the website. Let me pull yeah. that up. Says Don. Don says, uh, "Hi guys, love the show. I heard you say easy hinges are not being made anymore, but I found some on Radio South RC. Mm-hmm. I haven't used them, but I thought I'd let you know about it." Thank you, Don. Yeah. So what what Don's talking about is the the plastic hinge that has the Fuzzy. Flocking or whatever. CA hinges. CA hinges, yeah. yeah. They've been conspicuously hard to get recently for some reason. I just bought some in St. Louis. And you just bought some at the hobby shop. And they're not? apparently avail- available on Radio South uh, RC and also Amazon. I didn't realize like, I Amazon didn't, <laughs> until I didn't we were talking think. about it tonight. But yeah, I, I searched it right uh, before we got started. And sure enough, for a, <coughs> I believe it was $6.99, you could get a sheet that you could cut into hinges and probably get like enough hinges to build five airplanes. <coughs> Don't quote me on that. Yeah. but There's a lot of it there. Yeah. So they are still available. And even though, for whatever reason, the normal sources that I would get them from, they're, they're out of there. They're out but, of there. Yeah. I still miss the my lazy butt, the pre-cut easy hinges for... The, yeah, the Great Plains ones. Yeah, I love those pre-cut ones. One, I've got ones a bunch I, of those. The the Great Plains ones, the one I, what I like about those is that they actually put they the, cut the angles angle. on it, so yeah. it slides in. You don't have that square corner that you have to cut off like on the old SIG Easy Angels. And the nice thing about Great Plains is they put the little slot in the middle so the CA really, really wicks in there. I know mm-hmm. it's a small things, right? But that's No, that's great. <laughs> I, miss this, I miss the Great Plains ones, too. Yeah. So, yeah, you can get them almost anywhere, but... Thanks. Yep, Radio South. Uh, I'm looking at the at the snippets from the uh, their page. Yeah, uh, standard Pro Hinge, three dollars and sixty nine cents for a package, and then they do a quarter scale too, which is a little bit more. Yeah. So they are available. Yes. We just didn't really. Yeah, we didn't do the research. That. So well, we talk us. a lot without knowing. So well, that's that's what we do here. That is a fact. So thanks, Don. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, I will probably order a package from Radio South RC. So now I want to talk about what I talked about at the very beginning part of the show. Well, do you want to hit that first or yeah, you just what, want to skip that? that? No, I don't care about that. Okay. You, if you want to talk about that. I am sad about something. it. I am too. Um, so Reno, the Reno Air Races are, at least at Stead Airport, are no more. Yes. This will be the last year. Moving. Yep. This will be the last year. And hopefully they will be moving to a different venue. Um, but right now it's not looking good. See, I don't follow that whole <clears throat> air racing thing. Yeah. Is is Reno like Stead Airport. That's well, but, that. Okay, so like is that the only thing they do for that year or is that like one stop in the year or is that As far as air racing? That's yeah. it. Oh, so that's that's it. They build these airplanes for th- that race. Just for one. Oh, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the airplanes that they're not Well, yeah, they're pretty much just racing planes. Just like the Formula Ones, you know, guys will probably hop in them and, you know, fly here or there or whatever. But no, they're built for that race. Now, that's what the Voodoo Mustang <clears throat> was? Yeah. That's yeah, what the Rare Barrel the was? The heavy metal stuff. Yeah. That's what a lot. Fortunately, so there's a lot of debate, okay? And there's like, we could talk, I could talk for hours about <laughs> this, but. Good, because I'm dumb. So the gold unlimited class, or well, the unlimited class are pretty much all old, you know, World War II Warbirds that have been converted, you know, streamlined or whatever. But for the most part, those can be turned back into the warbirds that they once were, right? If they haven't been assembled from parts, which 
some of them have. So like Voodoo and Strega and Rare Bear haven't really been modified to the point where they can't be turned back into a classic warbird and put on, you know, air show circuits or museums or whatever, right? But like the Formula One airplanes, that that's that that's their thing. That's like why they were built. That's what they do. They're not comfortable cross country airplanes. Yeah, they're not something you're gonna put fifty pounds of luggage in behind you and take it, you know, to, you know, a family vacation or whatever, right? So I feel bad for those guys that this is the way it's looking right now is it's coming to an end. Like it's an expensive sport that's not like paying back. And COVID kind of has something to do with that, but it was declining even before COVID. So it's a shame, you know, like I never actually got to make it to Reno to, to watch the races in my lifetime. And it doesn't look like now I'll ever get to. So it's one of those things like, you know, the Clarence Lee 61, like I didn't, get it when I had the opportunity and now I'm going to miss it. Right. But you know, that's, that's the nature of things. And fortunately a lot of those classic old airplanes can be turned back into, even if they're not going to be race planes anymore, they can at least be turned back into classic warbirds. What do you like? Why would you want to do that as opposed to just leaving them? Well, because then, like, so it's a business, right? Like most of these people, most of the guys that own these airplanes, they they have them as a business, right? They I don't race know. Them. I mean, like, I don't. No, know No, I'm what. telling you, they okay. that's, they form a a limited liability company or whatever, and that's what they use to to I don't want to say launder, but that's what they use to to <laughs> generate the income to keep the process moving right because they're expensive to maintain and upkeep and fly and all that so if the races are over and all you have is a racer airplane well you're done making money with this and now your investment is done paying off and hopefully it's paid off to the point where you're in the the, the, in the black, black right so the warbirds are crazy crazy expensive i mean like i like i don't know the numbers but it, they're astronomical like an engine like a like a, a Rolls-Royce Merlin engine that's been reworked by I can't think of his name but is is a popular is a like a legend with Rolls-Royce Merlin V12s millions like we're it's in the millions to support one of these things for you know a weekend of racing or a week of racing so to have that potential opportunity for income like I th- I don't know what the entry situation is like if they pay the racers to to show or or how that works but i know that they wouldn't do it if there wasn't some sort of income from it right well you take away that potential source of income now what do they do well they're race planes that they can't race anymore they can't generate income from racing so okay we can turn it back into a warbird and they'll pay us to show up at this air show or that air show or i can okay donate it to a museum and you know maybe they can write it off or how you know so that's what I mean. These airplanes can be turned back into and still potentially earn income for the owners. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. I probably did a really poor job of explaining that. But I would almost think at air shows you'd be able to charge for <clears throat> a tuned down version of the Voodoo showing up. Because, I mean, you don't, if you're not racing, you wouldn't have to have that well, but motor what's in it, it would But you? what's it going to do at an air show? I mean, it's going to sit there. And Same like, thing as a P-51 would do, just park there if it's... Yeah, but they also usually do an air, you know, a demonstration. They're not set up to fly like that. A racing plane has all the radiators oh, taped shut and all. It's I, like I gotcha. It's designed to go wide open for about four laps, I think it is, which is maybe fifteen-ish minutes. 
And then they ta- they land them, and then they tear them all apart to rebuild. They're not designed so to it's, just put on a regular old air show. To put it in something I understand, <clears throat> it's more of like a top fuel dragster. Yeah, that is designed for a, yes, what a thousand feet of running, whatever like it is, fifteen hundred yep. RPMs, yep. and it's racing. It's no, and it's, it's like it's like the top tier of air racing. Okay, no different than the top tier of any kind of motorsport. Okay, I gotcha. They're designed for that purpose. And, and see, I guess that's what I didn't realize. To me, I just thought it was a customized <clears throat> airplane that they could just fly to the event, and then they would. which they do because that's how you get them to the event. But yeah, so uh, Voodoo, for example. They have a race motor, and then they have their ferry motor, right? So the ferry motor is a detuned version of their race motor, and then they open up all the, you know, the vents and the cooling and whatever they do to to do their ferry flights. So yeah, it and it's like I said, like the engine program for Voodoo, for example, millions. So gotcha. it's going to be sad. It's really sad. I'm really sad for, you know, the people who like the fans, you know, who. Made it happen. Like, there's people that have gone to like every Reno race since it's been at Stead, right? And then it's all coming to an end. So I've, I'm sad for them. So, like, how long has it been there? Like, I don't know. Okay. But it's, it's been a while, but it hasn't been there forever. You know, yeah. like, it used to be Cleveland or what was the other one? It was Cleveland. Then there was the Thompson race. I mean, there have been various locations throughout the United States, but it's been at Reno Stead for a long time. So maybe it'll find somewhere else. And I maybe, hope so. Maybe it'll be closer to yeah. us. Well, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope I hope that they find a place and can continue. But for right now, it's sad news for um, unlimited air racing. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes more sense to me then, because, like I said, I, I didn't quite understand the whole gist of what that meant when they said the Reno air yeah. races were going to end. So, yeah. okay. Then I think are we re- the last thing then? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I just wanted to mention that and how sad I was. So. From a sad moment to a, <laughs> a really freaking happy. awesome thing that happened. So long story short, like I said, I got to give props to our good buddy Terry Dunn yes. for sending Thanks, me Terry. a message on uh, Facebook. He found a shiny. A new in-the-box shiny. Sealed. In the sealed box. even. This is a unicorn. Like I did Absolutely. not think it existed. Mm-hmm. And not only did he send me the contact information for the guy for this shiny, it was on Facebook Marketplace. I still don't know how he saw that, by the way, because he sent me he sent me this ad, and he's like, "See anything special?" Or see? I don't remember exactly what he said, but and I'm looking, I'm like, uh, "See anything interesting?" I think uh, maybe that's what it was. Like yeah, that. yeah. I'm sitting there like, "What would interest me? What am I? What am I looking at?" So I you zoom in and stuff, and I'm like, "I don't get it." And I'm about to like text him and be like. I don't see what what are, what are you talking about, and then it's just like all of a sudden it smacked me in the face, and I saw the side of this box mm-hmm. that looked like my shiny, mm-hmm. and sure enough, that's what it was. I ended up getting in touch with a guy. Oddly enough, hour and twenty minutes away from me. Yeah, so close. I mean, who would have thought? So, not to get too deep into it, I ended up buying the shiny. <laughs> Sorry. And 18 other airplanes. <laughs> but I bought the shiny. And 18. Anybody catch that? 18. Yeah. 18. So One, it, was, eight. it was an estate sale. Um, I, I did buy a lot of airplanes. Um, 18. In boxes. Most of a them A lot of them are boxes. Yes. So I don't want to keep these myself. So I would like them to go on to somebody that can actually use well, them. 
To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Um, you, you Not have, an episode without that, is it? I you know. Have, <laughs> you have a goal. Like you have this new Hangar 9 airplane that we talked at length about mm-hmm. to buy. So this is potentially an opportunity to maybe fund part of A little purchase. bit of it. I said it's, part. Yeah. Well, no, I mean like not the whole thing. but A it's, small part. I, I didn't part. get a good enough deal to make a lot of money on no. it. No. But you so, can pass. You made enough or you paid enough or you paid a small enough amount so that you can still pass what I good think are going to be good deals yeah. on, I think, even and still make a little bit to help. So like... My goal for this is I would like to take stuff to Toledo, and I would like to see it go to people that will actually put them together and use them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you, well, yeah, you you got some off of me already that you probably don't plan on doing that with. No. Oh, well, it would still be well, good I mean, to someday. see somebody. Well, an ARF is a little bit different than a kit because you got a few kits off, a couple of a couple kits, kits yeah. off me. So, and then the airplane that you got off of well, me I'm will actually be one. flown. Yeah, so actually... I mean that's. That's the thing. Like, I, I want to tomorrow. see it actually get flown, and yeah. I would like to hear people doing things with them, as opposed to them sitting in my basement in somebody's garage. You know, just yes, it, they need to be used. Yeah, but lots of I, good stuff, though. Really. Now that I said they need to be used, I don't know what I'm going to do with the shiny. <laughs> like, I I'm just I I'm so torn. Well, first off, I don't even know which one of us is going to end up with. It's going to be me or you because we have been. Yeah, on if, this road together. Yeah, if you of, don't hang on to it, it's definitely going to end up with me. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing that I found by accident. Like, okay, so obviously you get home and you're looking at all the new stuff that's downstairs, and and you're just like in awe trying because to take it there's all a in. lot of of boxes, nineteen boxes, actually twenty boxes. <laughs> but no, I bought nineteen planes then, didn't I? Not eighteen, eighteen, I, whatever. I don't know. It's a bunch. I have a list, so I know what I have. That's all that matters. It's not in front of me. So as I was looking at the box on the Shiny, it said something about servos installed. And I was like, servos installed? I thought this was an ARF. So I opened the box up. It is like almost completely put together. Motors installed, ESC is installed, propellers installed, spinners. I mean, it's all. Servos. All done. Control horns, push rods for the most part. All done. Except for the elevator. That's yeah. the only thing you got to put it on. That's crazy. That is so awesome. It is very awesome. And they look like I, it's not Dave's cup of tea. Yeah, like Dave he, thinks they're ugly. Oh, he is God, rolling, it's ugly. He is rolling his eyes right now. <laughs> but this unicorn, like I said, I did not think this was even yeah. like I, as much as we looked afterwards. Yeah, I'm giddy. Like, I, it's I couldn't it's believe so cool to finally this. have it. I am. Yeah. I'm so happy for you guys. But I don't <laughs> understand it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and teach their own. I mean, I get it, yeah. but it, it, the cool thing was the guy actually, like I said, never opened it. Yeah, and you had to break the seals to, to open it seal and look at it. And we did that for most yeah. of these airplanes I got because I wanted to see what they were. So mm-hmm. we actually, and you know, make sure stuff was in it. So we had to cut the seals on probably what? a good fourteen boxes, thirteen, fourteen boxes, um, and with the exception of one that I already knew wasn't complete because he told me mm-hmm. everything was there. Yeah. Yep. All the way from, I mean, there's a couple foamies in there. Yeah. One has retracts there, and all the way up to 30cc, whatever this thing is right behind me. Yeah, oh. Decathlon or Cetabria. Cetabria, Cessna, 20cc Cessna. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a bunch of stuff. There's there. really good stuff. Yeah. They're all ours, brand new in box, yeah. top flight. And a lot of this is going to go to Toledo. I Almost all of it. Yes. Whatever you decide you don't want. Well, and I, I think mean, I'm keeping I think three. I've got everything I want. 
I don't think so. You well, I mean, I, yeah, I want, more here. I, I want a few more of what you have, but I just, I don't need them. And I have no room. Like I, you've seen my basement. You have, have you seen my basement? You have I mean, more room than I do. I don't have more usable room. Mm, I think you do. I've got to be nice because I'm trying to butter up the wife to let me buy a jet. <laughs> so I've got to do some cleaning. At any rate, I feel like you got a, uh, I'm not sure I would say a smoking hot deal, but I'd say you got a pretty good deal on what you purchased. And I really do think you can pass your good deal on to others and still make a little bit towards your jet purchase. I really believe that. Yeah. Depending on what you decide to keep. Well, yeah. Like I said, three (laughs) at most. Like I, I, three at most. That's all I'm going to do. Okay. The shiny obviously is one of them. Obviously. There's a, there's a foamy FW190. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Pretty sure that's a fly zone. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Retracts. Yeah. I mean. It's got the tactic receiver, all that stuff already. Not anymore. I did change that over. Well, I mean, it came with that. So that's one Um, thing I actually did do. And the retracts. I'm pretty sure it's the old fly zone, Great Plains, whatever. Still a nice looking airplane. Like I don't think any of these have been flown. Like if you look, yeah. there's no grass on the wheels. Yeah. There's no grass on the propeller. Yeah. There's no. I mean, there's nothing that tells me these have been flown. Yep. And one of the ones even, you got with the nitro motor. You yeah. Said, even the ones that were put together, like the trainer that I got, to me, I mean, it's brand new. It's yeah. never been. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's never had fuel in the tank. So. Yeah. Good deal. So a lot to go through, but I am so excited. Thank you, Terry. Yeah. We now have a shiny. Yes. That I never thought was going to happen. So happy. I am really happy about that. Because, like, did I tell you, it's been, well, this has been before I I left for that trip. So it's been over a month ago. I thought I had found one. Oh, no. Did I tell you about that? Uh Mike's Models, I think it was called, someplace in in Great Britain. Oh. Um, But I emailed, but I never got a response. But their website said that they had one left. Really? And I emailed them. I emailed them twice, actually. Never heard back. So, yeah, I thought I had found one. I was like, yes. And but, it was a hundred. It would have been not including the shipping, according to the website. It was one fifty nine or one sixty nine, something like that. So, oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, I would have happily paid that for this. I would have too, for that one. Yeah, even with thirty or forty dollars worth of shipping, it would have been worth it to me. But yeah, you found one, and I'm really I, happy. I didn't. Terry well, found Terry found one, one. Yes, and that. But like you said, have one in your hot little hands. And the I'm fact very happy about that, that. This airplane has been sitting. For the last eight years, Crazy. just an hour and 20 minutes away. Yeah. You never know what people have. Yeah. yeah. You and never know just, what you're going to f- yeah. see on Facebook Marketplace. Thanks, Terry. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm over the moon like, about that. I, think I feel like, like we almost owe this complete episode to Terry. <laughs> I know. I mean. A, a little bit. That's. Yeah. The I don't, shiny. Let's the, not, the let's mention not, let's and, not get his, make his head too big. But that's. <laughs> plus. But the mention in model <laughs> aviation, that's awesome. You're yeah. going to. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. He's got an airplane I want too that Uh-oh. I haven't talked to him about recently, and I I don't know if he's gotten rid of it yet. But uh, if he's listening, he knows what I'm talking about, and <laughs> I still want it. Uh, okay. okay, anything That's else? That's all I got. I think I'm good too. I'm happy to be home and happy to be doing RC things again, which hopefully tomorrow we'll be doing lots of RC things all day long. I hope so. And you guys suck. <laughs> Why? We yeah. got to go down. To St. Louis. He didn't get to go with us. We got to go to two hobby shops. We got to go to... I didn't well, get to go to a swap meet and bring home a cool extra or edge or whatever that was, or, or a Canadair CL215. Or a piece of foam that you overpaid for. Or a piece of foam that I <laughs> paid $20 for that was worth... So, I'll be thinking about you guys all day tomorrow while I'm at work. 
Well, I mean, I feel bad well, for you. Well, chances are when you get off work, we'll probably still be at the field. So you could potentially charge some stuff tonight and yeah. fly tomorrow or charge, leave it on the... Uh, or if you have the G2 batteries, you could have it done in 15 minutes. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. He's not saying. He's just saying. Just saying. Well, in my defense. That Are is the title of this episode. It can't be. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Okay. All right. Anything anyway. else? We're good? Nope, I'm good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, and have a wonderful night. Dave, you done? No, I'm still... <laughs> okay, well, what do you want to talk about? That's cool. No, no, I'm good. Did you have something else? No, actually, I just feel really bad. I haven't had much to contribute to this because I've just... I haven't done anything for a while. Well, neither have I, except buying a bunch of stuff. Like, I haven't physically done as much as you have done. Yeah. And that... That's part of, unfortunately, this time that we are in with work, with everything else. Yeah. Like, and I'm not helping either with all this stuff with work for me, you know, leaving. Yeah. So, Dave, you can be quiet now, but just know <laughs> you're going to be one of two that has to carry this whole thing. And yeah, we'll get there. And whenever the hell. Do you still want to? Do you still want to do guest episodes if people are interested? No? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, email us if you want to be a guest. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am finished. Are you finished? I, I think am. I'm finished. Yep. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818 351 9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.